This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Robbie. Hey, what's up? And Gabriel. Hello. And Andy Cam. Hey, guys. And Paul and and Dan, yep. uh, get him over here a little bit. Yeah, he's in the shade, man. It's we hot. oh, <laughs> I need to post. I'm here it's hot. <laughs> I need to post. Uh, I got a little behind the scenes photo of Dan hanging out in a uh, in the kind of background of a thumbnail. That video's out already, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the 103 video. <clears throat> yeah, and so that thumbnail we've we've kind of been doing a a version of that same thumbnail on those videos using the uh, yeah. using the Chrome base, the uh, HP 22. What is it? Is it just called the 22? Yeah. It's actually 21.5, but they call it the 22. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 22-inch class. You know. Yeah. Whatever that means. Round up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, so we've been doing versions of that uh, kind of same thumbnail where we get a cool shot of the device and we Photoshop the uh, graphic onto the screen. It looks really nice. it does. Andy Cam doing some some Photoshop magic. Magic. And we put uh, our little Chrome Dino dan in the in the shot yeah, joe or blue light are you him. drinking caffeinated water i, I am oh, i right. have actually not had caffeine yet today because oh, really? i didn't yeah. make any cold brew at the house and i ran out of cold gotcha. brew and i was running around this morning and just didn't didn't make any coffee so we'll have cold brew tomorrow. i am uh i'm gonna try this we're gonna see what happens yeah. i might turn into a, a crazy fun. person i guilted guilted josh bit, into so. making some more cold brew so we'll have some tomorrow <laughs> These ones are fantastic. These they are the are ahas so with, with and it just has thirty milligrams of caffeine. I'm pretty sure it's like green tea extract yeah, too. It's which com- is like, yeah, it's comparable to a cup of tea. It's yeah, not bad. It hits me this, a little different. Is, no. That is not caffeinated. No, that's so a shame because these are delicious. That and yeah. then the bubbly blood orange caffeinated are both just exceptional. Andy came over here just just drinking you know still water water like a like some kind of peasant. Is that from the tap? Is that, is that tap so. water? It's actually rainwater. I <laughs> oh, he scooped it out of the back of the toilet. Don't let him believe Hey. <laughs> they used to teach that in school. It's, you know, it's a major disaster. That water's clean-ish. Sure. There's Ish. no germs crawling around the toilet. <laughs> sure. I mean, it didn't have poop in it. You all... Uh, That's what you can no, but link. it ain't clean. <laughs> one, one quick note before we hop in here. Uh, you all clearly didn't get the blue memo today. Uh uh, AV AV club blue in here. I'm sure AV this club. Is blue. That's blue. Are you okay? Blonde? I'm color blonde. <laughs> color deficient. <laughs> so wow, he's r- blue yellow. I'm, I'm not red, sh- green. I'm, I'm not. Screwed. I mean, I can tell yeah, it's navy. Is, probably is, is it like navy? Blue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dang it. 
Well, Robbie, you just didn't get the memo. That's as blue. Baby blue. That's bluer than your hat. This is this is the, we're the baby blue guys today. There okay. You go. I had no. my lumbar jack shirt on, but I ran home to fire up the Traeger and got a little smoke. Got, 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 a, little, <laughs> got a little smoke on it. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Smoke Insider. Go check it out. Uh, Gabe's been posting some some great Instagram reels, doing uh, just yeah. smoking some meat. These guys have almost, firing got, up that almost got me convinced to make a Tic Tac. <laughs> Apparently, that's where it's at. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you should yeah, do for it. short form. Like, you got to be yeah, there. Yeah, I just, Andrew was telling me about how, how much, I don't think you were too, just how much better the app is for Craig. Because oh, yeah. Instagram's yeah. good, but there's certain things They're, that I want to do specifically that the app will not let you do. And well, as, as, a, as a creation tool. The, the TikTok app is yeah. And I've never used it, so I have I mean, no baseline for Which like, is crazy. You would think that YouTube Shorts, uh, Reels, that they would YouTube, just copy it. Right. Copy what TikTok like, has done and add to Instagram that. Instagram is trying that. And okay. I haven't I haven't done a ton with Reels, but uh, every every time I load it up, it's like they've added some new thing, you know, and whatever feature they're trying to copy from TikTok, most yeah. likely. I mean, so. at this point, still, like, it's not even close, I don't think, no. from a content standpoint. Like, engagement's really good on Instagram, uh, on Reels, but... As far as like when I if I'm gonna go consume content, yeah, I'm still going yeah. to TikTok a hundred yeah. times out of a hundred. It's yes. not even like my YouTube Shorts channel is all weird. It's got like all kind of weird stuff in it. Reels, of course, I'm not on Instagram that much, but oh right. well, even me, I'm on Instagram more than any other social media platform, and my Reels is still random. It's like it like, feels so strange. Uh, and and the little bit that I have used TikTok, their algorithms are dialed, and like they they feed you know and the, the feed and the the people they're recommending to me i'm like oh this is actually like oh, this yeah. is super interesting yeah. this sit, is a golf person that i've never heard of that i love that's the thing feed. i've noticed with instagram like my i have my personal instagram which i don't really do much with but it's had some random reels just blow up but then the smoke insider instagram I, i'm starting to follow more and more people uh just reading up on how to grow and whatever and i'm connecting with just people not just brands but my feed is generally just the people i'm not getting delivered curated comment in my feed the way that i feel like i should yeah you know? yeah so yeah. yeah yeah uh we we've we've from a chrome and box standpoint uh talked a lot about short form and and definitely going yeah. to be uh doing more with that uh in the future so stay tuned there but yeah definitely go check out smoke insider at smoke insider and then smoke insider.com correct that's it yep. do you have a youtube channel yet i do Great. Yep. Did, you fill, did you fill out shorts? the content on the website yet? Huh? There's content on there. Yeah, I published. Uh, I've got um, a couple uh, articles, and then I have a YouTube grid below the main post. So nice. anything I upload to YouTube goes nice. there. Uh, nice. So yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty basic. I'm gonna yeah. probably pick Robbie's brand gonna, when we slow if we ever slow down a little bit and just. Uh, I got I got an idea. Time. Yeah, I got an idea of how <laughs> I want it to time look. To do it. So, you know, I don't want it to be your traditional like backyard barbecue you know i kind of wanted to have more of kind of a gourmet feel because i want to do some stuff other than just uh just the traeger stuff i want to get into you know doing some different recipes and i just want i just want smoke billowing up from the bottom of the page constantly can be done yeah yeah we can do that. Yeah, and CSS, then baby. and then and then I want like all of your headers to have like a little a pig you know icon over the top of it, <laughs> like a little sticker. That's what you're going for, right? That's what yeah, you mean. That's all exactly. the all the menu items are gonna look like they're burnt, you know, burnt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Like let's all just do wood grain. All of the stereotypical just things be, you think. Little subtle things like perfect. when you click a link, a little puff of smoke just comes out. <laughs> exactly. Like, Sizzle. Yeah, just sizzle. 
that's actually my intro <laughs> on my YouTube videos. It's just a little sizzle sound that would be perfect. Just oh, like, that's, that's as you funny. scroll, the sizzle gets a louder, little yeah. louder as you get near the YouTube videos or something. I love it. <laughs> be great. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, nope, I quit. I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. be back. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe actually has something on the smoker right now, so we got to hop into the news. <laughs> Let's get going. Yeah, it's a it's a roast. It, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Robbie, you have been digging around and finding all kinds of goodies yeah, around Snapdragon. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Snapdragon stuff is uh, clearly in the works. Um, so we'll start with the the eight CX stuff. That's yeah. a little bit older news. So the uh, the couple things we found around the Snapdragon eight CX. Um, first off, I want to say it's like a month ago. Probably I found that original one. Yeah, or something it's like been that. about that. Yeah. Uh, I, we might have talked about it on the podcast, but the there were finally commits. I don't even know how I just stumbled on this one, but you know the the I'm going to refer to this a bunch, so pay attention here if you're listening. <laughs> Write that down. <clears throat> <laughs> Write this down. Take S- notes. SC seven one eight zero SC seventy one eighty. So that's how. Uh, from the beginning, once we realized they weren't going to build Snapdragon ARM Chromebooks off of the, was it the 845 they started with? Yep. So the old Snapdragon 845, at the time when they started years ago, that was, the, good that was the flagship. Was the flagship yeah. That was the main uh, Snapdragon um, chip that was in like phones and, and flagship phones. So they started, Cheza was the first board. They started with developing with that chip and did that for a while and so we were yeah. like okay after about a year and a half it's like are you really going to launch chromebooks with right. 845 it's weird yeah because yeah, we were on the 855 it launched and then we were on we're to coming at this 865 was coming out right new the phones, next thing you know like, it was 888 and it's yeah. like man this thing's, this thing's way old. way behind <laughs> well then they switched gears and this other board showed up called trogdor um, that was back when we were still officed at Joe's yeah, Joe's favorite. I, 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 I Joe's remember, remember doing. I remember doing podcasts <laughs> in the living room, uh, talking about yep. Trogdor, and yep. uh, we weren't sure exactly what that transition was going to be. If that was an additional thing or whatever, but then eventually we tied SC seventy one eighty to that board, um, and then that December twenty nineteen, I believe uh, they did their. We talked about this again on this podcast. The Aloha Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, Cup Snapdragon Summit. Summit. Summit yeah. Or they said Aloha. Aloha. Oh man. <laughs> and every time they stepped they, on stage. And again, we talked about this as well. They they talked about always connected. You know these lightweight devices, but they didn't mention Chromebooks. But there were enough pieces in what they had to say and what we've seen to put it together. We figured out okay, the SC seventy one eighty is Trogdor and is the Snapdragon seven C compute platform that they're talking about because they kind of made compute platforms that they were messing around with different ones. Right. Yeah. Um, it was almost like they were putting phone chips into laptops. Right, That's right. what they're doing. So they, they were like, okay, let's let's make sure that these, these compute platforms are made for computers. <clears throat> so we get into 20... Would that have been 2020? Yeah, yep. it was because... Um, that CES was where, yeah, like, right we after were, that Acer, we watched we watched it up in the front office. Yeah, Acer we and there, Acer so. gave us the the sent us the five thirteen yep. as part of CES yep. that year, or we got it right after CES maybe or something. I don't, Wait, was that twenty? Maybe that was twenty twenty one. I don't know because we went together. in twenty twenty. Right? No, do we go in twenty? Yeah, we went in twenty twenty. I think that I might be just be thinking of them sending the five thirteen when it finally got here. Right. I don't know. Anyway, it, it doesn't really matter. Um. So the 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 five thirteen chipped and it had you know Trogdor chip and uh, I don't remember what the board was. Is it limousine, I believe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that all made sense. Like it was like cool SC seventy one eighty. We figured out that Snapdragon seven C Gen one seven one. I don't know what the eighty is, uh, but you know that that all lines up. 
Shortly thereafter, we start seeing SC-7280. Yeah. Um, and the reference boards thrown out were like Herobrine and Signor were the two. And so we started looking at those, and those are um, all references to Minecraft. And there have been a few more boards come out. And so we just assumed like 7280 would be Snapdragon 7C Gen 2. That made sense. And so we knew that there were some of these in, in the works. And we expected you know more of them to, to come out. And it just mm-hmm. never quite did. So the 7280 have sit here. So I'm going to leave that right there yeah. for now because we're going to talk about that in a second. So that's where we were with that stuff. And so at least seeing SC and then a four-digit number. Yeah kind of trigger something i was looking for something else in that vein and saw 8180x and along with the 7c that was announced they announced the 8cx platform as well and so that looked very much like 8cx kind of you know numbers and so digging a little bit there's no boards related to it just yet but they're upstreaming stuff for the the uh, sc8180 chipset yeah adding things to it adding abilities to it um, so we wrote about that a little bit ago, and it was like, okay, clearly this is Snapdragon 8CX stuff here, which is exciting. Even if it was Gen 1, the 8CX chip was really powerful. Oh, it was yeah. built. That uh, that one, I think that the first one was built on the same architecture as the 888. I think so. I, I think so. the 8CX Gen 2 is built on the... Snapdragon 8, 8 Gen 1. Gen 1, yeah. yeah. Uh, both of which are insanely powerful mobile phone chips. And so that was exciting to see that. It's like, cool, even if Gen 1 comes, I think it's going to be a massive thing for Chromebooks. Uh, it'd be in that vein, I think, of the Companio 1380. Right. If not, right. Yeah. maybe a little more powerful. Hard to say. Um, there's but no. It's going to be flagship Chromebooks yeah, regardless. Top end kind of stuff. Great battery, nice yeah. performance, all that stuff. So the latest thing I found in that vein was now. A, a few commits mentioning you know getting drivers and support for all these things for a couple boards a couple of them are clearly just like reference type stuff so that they can probably add drivers um i don't remember the specific um one of them was the the board that came before the 8cx whatever they called their compute board but there was a instead of 8180 there's 8280 xp I did a quick search for that, and that is listed. Actually, there's like a Lenovo ThinkPad 13. That's an ARM, Windows ARM. Uh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. And like all the listings, and I think even the Amazon listing in the title of it. That's what it is. With <laughs> Snapdragon SC8280XP, and it's the huh. Snapdragon Gen 2. Sure. Really? Yeah. Okay, wow. Now, so that was exciting because it's like, cool. Like <clears throat> the Clearly, they're adding all the stuff they need for the Gen 2 already as well. Which the Gen 1 could have just been laying the foundation so that they can build on top of it. Um, we don't, again, we don't have any boards connected with this. And so that was very cool. Yeah. And then um, you start looking into the fact that if, if they're able to quickly, in just a couple commits, go ahead and start adding <coughs> stuff to start thinking about Gen 2, Gen 3 just came out. Um, I think there's a device with Gen 3 that launched in March or May or something like that. Um, and it's a pretty big step up from Gen 2, and Gen 2 is a big step from, from Gen 1. So, I mean, one way or another, we're going to be getting Snapdragon 8CX devices um, at some point. Now, that all has to be tampered, tampered, or tamped, or tampered, tempered, 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 Wait, finish your sentence, then we'll tell <laughs> you which one. Tempered, tamped. With the fact that <laughs> the 70 or 7280 has been in development after I looked this, 
18 months now. Right. Like it's 18 months. So, yes, months our expectations need to be tempered. tempered. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got to temper our expectations along with, like, oh, cool, this is showing up. Right. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah. It may be next year before we even start to see devices getting attached. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know enough about how um, the, these ARM boards are, are built and developed. Uh, but it does seem to me that, that Qualcomm's platforms um, are pretty backwards compatible because they started right. all of this with yeah. the 845, which has nothing to do with the 7C. Core-wise, layout, none of that stuff. So the, for them to, to do, there's still commits going on where they're playing with the 845 right. board to add stuff for Snapdragon. Yeah, and that makes me feel like this is probably <clears throat> dumbing it down, seriously dumbing it down, but I used to build my own custom PCs, and you had your socket for your CPUs, and then you had your CPUs. Most x86 CPUs from that generation would work on that socket. My you socket, just have right. to have a socket that matches that. It almost feels like whatever the base is for those SOCs, hmm. it's interchangeable. They just have to tweak the actual chip itself. So right. hopefully that means the the generation eight, all they have to do is the minor changes and then they can just quickly ramp up production because it'd be awesome to see within six or nine. I mean, that would be really stretching it. But nine months from now, we have a, you know, a Duet 3 style device with a low level Gen 8 chip and then a Acer convertible that's you know right there with the 1380 or better right that'd be great yeah it's it's super exciting to think of and i'm I'm hope that i hope that's the case i hope that because of all this groundwork that's happened over the last few years with snapdragon adding a different compute platform isn't all of that work again it's it's a small amount of work on top of what's been done and i feel like that's the case because they wouldn't be still doing work on the 845 Chesa board if, if that wasn't the case. Like, there are certain properties of Snapdragon's compute platforms probably that are shared between all of them, I would I would assume. Again, I'm making baseline assumptions here, right. looking at the way that we products have been someone. released. Right. We used to have a guy. Yeah. Used to, Pretty sure he got fired. I feel like he <laughs> yeah, I haven't he heard just, from. He just <laughs> dropped off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'd love to get another Qualcomm. Maybe we can ask uh, our Google rep. Yeah, and I've not got, even I, like insider information. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. That Michael Josh had recommended, yeah. but I think that was more of just like a PR contact. Yeah, so I might see if they a technical can contact. Rec- we don't even necessarily need a Qualcomm. Just someone who's who's privy to the development of like ARM SOCs to, to explain how that architecture works and when they move from one generation of a chip to another. Ooh, because that would be a fun podcast, guess. Yeah, yeah. So because like the the ARM the Cortex architecture, it's all the same. It's just they upgrade the chips with, you know, right. this or that or whatever. So how much how much difference is there between, you know, the generations of chips as far as the foundation? That'd be, that'd like, be very interesting. Like from a platform level, uh, even at the same generation. So if I'm looking at a 7C Gen 2 and an 8CX Gen 2, 
and put them side by side. Swap them out. (laughs) Yeah, like what what are all the overlapping things that are the same between these two chips, these these two platforms? Because if it's like, hey, eighty five percent of this is the same. There's different cores and a different GPU, but the platform's basically the same. Like that means it's a whole lot less work whenever a new platform gets introduced. You know, right. Um, and so, but the cool thing is, once they start making eight CX Chromebooks, every generation of eight CX that comes out is like, hey, that's in play now for for Chromebooks in the future. Uh, just like we went from seven C to seven C Gen two really fast. Yeah. I mean, we had the the uh, well, that's not true. I guess the sev- the first seven C was the uh, the Spin five thirteen that we got from uh, that might have been twenty twenty one. The more I think about it, CES twenty twenty one because we um, we went to CES twenty twenty yeah. So. Yeah, so this would have been the one that we weren't able to go to, and that is why in my brain I'm, I'm like we had to get it to get hands on because we right. didn't have it at the show. Uh, but that, uh, but that could have been one of Acer's uh, like their March event or May event. Yeah, I, I, not hard remember. I'm missing it, but either way, like that device came out. I guess you got to count that's the beginning of Seven C on Chromebooks, and so that it was a full year before anything else came out. Yeah. Like but then COVID and stuff. So stuff got real wonky there for a little bit, but you know, that we got the, uh, HP X, uh, X two eleven that has the Snapdragon gen, uh, 70 gen one. And then it felt like right on its heels. Here's the Lenovo duet five with gen two with gen two. And yeah. so here's where the thing stuff gets real interesting and a little confusing. Uh, if you're not already confused, um, if you're tracking already, so this is where things get, a little weird and where I said a second ago like yeah. hey, we're going to shelf stow, this part and talk about this um, so the the difference between the SC 7180 and 7280 sounds like looks like on paper well that's Gen 1 Gen 2 no big deal because um, that, that's the assumption we're making with the 8180 right. and 8180 XP right. Right. it looks like that um, but that's just not the case and I think possibly the reason is Remember when they announced the Gen 2 of the Snapdragon 7C? I was, again, researching for that article this morning. I saw the article where, like, hey, it's updating to Gen 2, but so what? <laughs> like, when you look at it, it's basically the same cores, right. same GPU. They bumped uh, the the clock speed up a little bit. Yeah, I think that was literally the only real difference. Cause I mean, if you look, the exact if you look at the thing. HP and the Lenovo, the chips... It's only the clock speeds. The only yeah, I think the oh yeah, because I remember you all. Yeah. That was how, when we were trying to figure out which. Because we even had people it. saying no, the Lenovo has it's a Gen not, One. Gen and one. I'm like, no, it does. They may have it listed that way somewhere. It is not Gen One. Well, it's they were making. They were looking at the commits for it. So its code name is Homestar. Homestar is a derivative board from StrongBad. StrongBad seventy one is, is the right. split from Trogdor for a seventy one eighty chip. And so, I've honestly just shrugged my shoulders at that and uh, duet three is the same way sure like, it's worm dingler i think mm-hmm. yeah and <laughs> what a great name yeah <laughs> <laughs> worm dingler <laughs> um and so so those, both of those devices basically descend from a sc7180 chip so that's just made us go i we don't know like just i don't understand how these get developed clearly these are gen 2 because you can look at the clock speeds on the cores you can pull up a diagnostic on the chromebook see it pull up the one on the x2 and see it they're not the same they're different yeah and from qualcomm's press of, like you can go to qualcomm's page for the 7c gen 2 and see the clock speeds of the cores and they match what's in those chromebooks they are gen 2 processors yeah. they're faster they benchmark faster it's not like 
I don't know. It feels like they're Gen 2. No, and there's not yeah, and there's Gen nothing 2. to say that they aren't the exact same chip. You can take Intel chips and overclock them. If you go to Intel's website and look at their families of chips, there are i3s that have the same model number but different clock speeds. They right. made it may just be a tweaked version, but they called it Gen 2 cuz they're like, "All right, we know it's stable at this at this range. Let's boost the power a little bit, yeah. make sure it's stable, and then we'll re-release it as a new generation right. chip." Which so, is awesome because that also means that you can produce more powerful devices and the cost is no different. Right, right. So. And so, I mean, they did that. It has kind of worked. I mean, on Chromebooks, it's the, that chipset has been good. Um, and so it added to the confusion of this whole thing. Well, today I uh, found a new board that's a 7280 board. So there's a there's a few of these um, at this point right now. So Herobrine is, like I think, the main like development board. Then there's Senor Hoglin. Um, dang it! I'm forgetting the, um, and I'm forgetting the name of the new one. It's a weird, it, it's a weird word you wouldn't use. Andy Cam, can you pull up my? Because we use all these <laughs> other words on a regular basis. Well, it's like a, an actual word, but it's oh. a verbalized. Uh, it's it's made into a verb in a way that I'm like, I don't think that's actually a word. Um, it's right. It's like three paragraphs down. I got them all in quotation marks. So it says code named. Anyway, so this I think this adds the fourth um, uh, code name under this SC7280. Villager is another one. That's the one I was forgetting. Um, so Hoglin, Villager, um, Herobrine, Senor. I still can't remember it. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm pulling up Vibes Network, so. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. The, coffee, the coffee shop downstairs. Evoker. 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 So you evoke things, but to be an uh, evoker, you're an evoker. Well, if I someone's like something's getting evoked, someone has to. So be I'm sorry, the you are the evoker. It's, it's nounifying <laughs> a yeah. verb. My yeah, fault. Oh, I got it backwards, but I knew it was something weird like that. And it started with an e, evoker. So it's a it's a it's a name of a thing. Here, a hero brine is a thing too sure. in, in uh, uh, Minecraft. Yeah, what I, is I it? Play, I know I it's know. the yeah. I don't uh, play Minecraft. My kids would know. Yeah. But I, when I searched it, and the first thing that popped up was like, yeah, you might want to replace a hero run with an evoker in order to blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Whatever. That's what it is. They're both things, <laughs> yeah. They're both things in, in Minecraft. Yeah. I don't care. Um, anyway, so so we have evoker, and I'm like, cool, it's a, it's a new you know thing. And, and every time one of these SC7280 boards shows up, it just gnaws at me that I don't yeah, know right. what it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, why have none of these bothers, shown up? Like, bothers Robbie. Because there's a few other SC7180 boards that we right. still haven't seen yet. So, um, the Duck is the keyboard for uh, Shoot. Um, I just had it pulled up, too. What is the name of that one? Um, Go. Something to duck, do with duck, Fish duck. or something. I don't remember. But um, I think Eel and Wormdingler are the, yeah, Eel Eel Worm, the, yeah. the keyboard for that one. Duck is the keyboard for. Dang it, I can't think of it now. Um, I so, don't know how you can't remember these. I, know. I mean, gosh, dude. I think there's like. <laughs> I want to say there's at least two more at seventy one eighty boards, detachable. You know, probably yeah. going to be Gen two Chromebooks. Um, oh yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, this is this is what we need. The full the full rundown. I probably here. haven't. I probably haven't updated this in a little. Oh, bit. you need to. Come on, Robert. Um. There's that. Galarshi. That's the other one. Galarshi. <laughs> so I can't remember the name. The, it's board. <laughs> but it's a detachable too. It has a keyboard to go with it. So there's at least two more of those. Um, of the 7180s. And I feel like that's going to be long in the tooth. Like yeah, once those sure. come out, like we probably need to stop making more of these. Um, 
And so the 7280s, now we've got five boards, one of which I, th- I think Herobrine's the main the main board. Gelatin. Gelatin, yeah. <laughs> so Gelatin and Galarshi go together. What are the, is there another one that has like a duck type <laughs> reference to it? I cannot wait for Andy Cam to put all these names up on the screen. <laughs> Bland, I don't know. I can't remember. The duck is a... Ta- I looked at it today is why I remember it. Yeah. And then when I looked at the commit for duck, I was like, this is the keyboard for such and such. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um so, all of that to say, yeah, it's lots of names and numbers, and yeah, it's way out there. So, <laughs> it's just bugged me, because now we've got five boards that I'm going, okay, clearly this isn't Gen 2, because there's yeah. multiple of these that are probably going to come as Gen 2. I feel like it's got to be the Gen 3. So, Qualcomm announced three, four months ago that they're launching a Snapdragon 7C Plus Gen 3. Don't know why they put a plus in there. It's the dumbest. It's so dumb. They skipped the just just regular, the regular Gen three. Yeah, yeah like, just, just going to Gen three over Gen one. I, whatever. But that's what they're calling it. And they said, you know, it's four Chromebooks and Windows laptops, yeah. all that kind of stuff. They made it official. Said it's coming out. Yada yada yada. So we know that it's in the works. So that's equally annoying to me when I'm like, I don't see anything. You would think that would be seventy three eighty or something. You know, based on the numbers. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing, like nothing else with SC7, blah, 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 that isn't 7280. And so in in my brain, I've just been going, this it has to that has to be what this is. It has to be. But I haven't been able to find one thing to connect it. Like I was just looking for one commit that had like core clock <laughs> yeah, speeds or yeah. something. I could go, ha, they, these line up. This has got to be it. And I finally found it today. It's like... It's like having a seven-year itch. Yeah. <laughs> like, quacking oh. stick. Quacking stick. <laughs> oh quacking gosh. stick and duck. That's oh right. I'm going to slap you with my quacking stick <laughs> if you don't hush <laughs> about all these weird... Which those are all what, what, a, right? what is yes. a quacking stick? What exactly would it look it was, like? <laughs> it's like his. It's like a duck-shaped cane or something. Yeah, like right. from, from Strongman from or Homestar. Home right. Oh, my gosh. Anywho, <laughs> throw that up there on the screen. So, yeah. that looks like. so, so I, I, I finally found it today, and I, uh, I told everybody, and everybody else in the office was just kind of like, "Oh, Uh-oh. cool, man!" I'm like, it's been irritating, not <laughs> yeah. on me for so long. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, Tiger Woods team, I'm shut up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're trying to watch the Open, Robbie. Stop, <laughs> stop blabbering about this. Uh, yeah. But I happened to see one, I think Hero Brian or Senor or some one of the boards that I know is a 7280 board. Uh, said, you know, the commit was just add NVMe support. And I was like, huh, that's kind of cool. Like to, to get NVMe because yeah. most of our ARM Chromebooks are right. EMMC, right. which no knock against that. Yeah, it's just, it's right. been fast enough and it hasn't bothered me. But right. NVMe is a much better solid state storage option. It's way faster. But there's a bigger story. Right. And so I was like, the light bulb went off. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> huh, I wonder. And so I went and checked for 7C and 17 Gen 2. That chipset does not support NVMe. It's not like, oh, we just chose to leave it out. It doesn't support it. One of the bullet point things they added for 7C plus Gen 3, NVMe support. So that tells me 7280, SC7280, even though it doesn't make any sense from a uh, naming standpoint, standpoint yeah. that's going to be the 7, 7C Gen 3. So... That means we've already got five devices in that family being developed with this newest one. Um, and like in the article, I mean, I pointed out it's clearly got an Acer battery in it. It's Quanta. 
Okay. It's an yeah. insert device. Yeah. Um, which is not that big of a big of a story. Like I haven't even written the the hey, I've connected this and now we can know that seventy two eighty is, is Gen three. We're gonna write right. that probably in the morning. It'll be out by the time you all hear this. But yeah. so yeah, that's the yeah. Snapdragon hole so, I've been in. But like the Gen three I think is going to be I I would assume it's probably gonna be performance bump, not quite to like the MediaTek Companion thirteen eighty, but closer to it than the 828 because the gen 2 yeah. already in the 828 are kind of right there um i think this is going to be if if you got Companio as your kind of your uh, which is cool that mediatek has done that uh kind of created low end middle middle range yeah. and high end arm um if i if that's like halfway there the 828 is like halfway i think this is a 75 to 80 percent solution probably really? I, I feel like based on what qualcomm has said it's going to be a big bump in gpu a big bump in uh much newer cores and so right. and if they can do that and keep that crazy battery they've been able to get with the gen 1 and gen 2 i mean their battery snapdragon chromebook battery is ridiculous if they can hold on to that and bump the performance up it doesn't even have to be like the 1380 is awesome i love how fast it is but it's it's battery is not like legendary yeah. it's it's a little better than intel but it means eight to ten hours you right. know like pretty they can push that 10 or 11 hour barrier and have the kind of performance that <clears throat> doesn't make <throat> you really think about it like the gen 2 is close to yeah. like gen 2 is close but you can push it too hard pretty quickly i think they can get past that part and it not be the same you know, the fastest chromebook ever made or anything right, like that right. but fast enough that you're not thinking about it anymore sure. i so, think about our 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 chrome uh base in there yeah it's a 10th gen i3 it's great but when i log into it to make a video i don't yeah. i don't think about yeah. the performance like right. that's all you it gets need out to of get the way to, right. right so here's the big question when tensor c arrives because that's what i'm naming it the tensor chromebook chip i've already done I like that it. i like it patent C. pending um do we want T T C? Yeah, T C. Do we want just full throttle power as much as you can get, or do we want something more like this, this, this where middle you're middle ground with a ton of battery power? I think I There's think a, if they want to make it for the Chromebook audience, it's the latter. Yeah, like the uh, Pixel, yeah, like it, the it Pixel Book be, Go kind of method. Just make an ultra premium hardware that has. Oh, power yeah. enough for your average and, consumer. And, 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 and it's just, Google. They'll and pay then do attention a, to do a max external. do a max version or a plus yeah, version or whatever. They can do a pro. Yeah, or a pro TC version. Pro. TC Pro. Seems like TC01 a TC01 Pro. <laughs> <laughs> but they they could they could do that, but I think if they're only going to do one, they need to aim for yeah, insane the, the, battery life. Yeah. Because like I think if Google's doing anything with this, they're looking at, at the new MacBooks and going, "Okay, what part of this can we compete with?" And MacBooks have crazy battery life now yeah. because of the chips inside of them. So it's like, okay, they're getting power, but they're getting also getting crazy battery life with it. And yeah, so right. you need to combat those things. You need to have power enough to be good at being a Chromebook. Right. So it doesn't need to be Snapdragon 7C Gen 2 level. Right. Because yeah. honestly, if you put the Tensor that's in our in the Pixel Pro, right, right. 6 Pro, it would right. blow away any ARM chip. Like yeah. it's... And it would, and once you put the battery size that you can get in a Chromebook with that chip, oh yeah, it's it going to be, it's going to be nice. And so yeah. they don't, I don't think they have to go bonkers with the performance. Hmm. They just need to nail all the Google stuff. How, put how, an awesome screen. Yeah. The, put the Pixelbook Go speakers in it. Right. Put the Pixelbook 
or Pixel Book Go's keyboard in it and the trackpad and make the build quality something interesting. Well, yeah. Or whenever, go, just go back to the Pixel Yeah, build, whenever the honest. Pixel tablet gets here, we can use that as a baseline for like, yeah, hey, this thing's really great at this, this, and this. Yeah. How awesome would this be in a Chromebook? Absolutely. Because yeah. if it's a super fast Android tablet, yeah. we're just assuming that it's going to be a Tensor chip, right? That would be a huge fail. That, that, massive. That would, just, that would be an absolute there was fail. There was nothing in the presentation where they said powered by Tensor. Nope. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, they literally, it was 30 seconds or whatever yeah. and, and so a couple glamour shots. But My hope is that because they're working on that for 2023, that that's kind of our timeline for a tensor-based Chromebook because I would assume it would be the same platform. I don't, I, I don't know. They could put a tensor phone chip in an Android tablet though, right? And not think Way twice about it. Way easier than a Chrome. Well, not yeah. easier, but yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. How mm. many how many uh, milliamp hours is the battery in something like the Duet Five that's getting this insane battery life? Do you all know? Um, like comparative to a phone, I, like yeah, you you said that, and it kind of made me yeah, wonder. Like I wonder up. what. I would say Size. it's at least three times a phone battery. Sure. Uh, yeah. Would be my guess. Um, Hold. <laughs> they they usually do, because uh, you do milliamp hours for phones. I think they just do amp hours. Amp or, hours, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so you just divide by th- multiply thousand? by a thousand. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, I'm not even sure how yeah. that works. But they're, they're so, bigger battery right. cells. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, obviously, than, than phones. At least two times, if not probably three. Right. I would think even in those you know thin thin and light yeah. tablets you know you've got all you, kinds of space up 42 and down. watt hour, watt hour. in oh, the do at five okay. so is that's a 4200 or 40 i don't know because it's milliamp hour math i don't know yeah but amps and watts i don't know how right. i don't know how convert. those compa- compare Okay. Hold, hold. Yeah. All up, right. Do that. Do figure 40, that yeah, out. Just do forty-two amp hour. Oh, you found a little converter. I bet, you, I bet <laughs> you Google does it. Yeah, probably in the search bar. Probably. You just type it in. I love that. I love, I love that blah, blah, in blah, Google. I n two and it fills it, just, it out. I hit it and boom, conversion. Boom. There they are. Right. Convert it. It's great. Enter voltage in volt. Yeah. Did you get three hundred fifty milliamp hours? Yeah, that's not yeah, right. That, that can't, can't be right. That, that's not right for sure. Oh, no, that's right. Be really tiny. So where does where does the seven uh, C plus like what is the plus version of any of these that we've talked about? That there isn't the seven C plus. It's the only one. Is the only one. Com- they've only been doing two generations. Right. Three. They're on their third generation of compute platforms. Right. So it's not. We've got six of them right. at this point with with the seven C plus Gen three. Okay. So why they named it that? Right. Maybe in their mind they felt like they made a generational. Uh, uh, boost enough enough that it needed to be more than just a single generation it's like a generation and a half right that Uh, would make sense because they do they use plus in their phone processors so like they had 888 they had 888 plus okay they have a gen one then they had uh snapdragon gen one plus right it's yeah it's It's just it's the tweaked like geared up version it's enough it's enough of a boost that they felt like it needed some sort of different naming structure to me and maybe this is why when they initially did this just thought about this Maybe when they initially did the Gen two, they were gonna. It was just gonna be Snapdragon seven C plus, because that's about what a plus is. It's just to crank up the clock speed sure. a little bit. And so internally at Google, like they've been again, they've been working on this for eighteen months. Maybe when they did that and they knew, hey, the next big right, move right. is going to be this seventy two eighty, and they were thinking that's Gen two, and they came out and called the plus the Gen two, maybe to just to line up the eight CX and the seven C. That would make sense. COVID, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and now they're. Yeah. And then and sort of skipping Gen three, yeah. just doing Gen three plus to and, start and, with. And after this, maybe they'll just get back to 
just regular a regular and maybe yeah. a plus version of each one yeah that would be you know, cool that would be dope i don't know what they do with the computer platform unless they keep getting more devices out right. there's no need to do a tiktok halfway through the year just one generation and did they did enough. they say when they when they announced the 8cx platform why that one had the x on it instead of instead of just being so. 8c i don't know i don't think so there was like something extra that it did or something now i thought they were going to use x as like some sort of number like they would be able to change that it's yeah. the 8c1 yeah 8c2 and that's the generation right. oh okay I see that's what, what i thought saying, yeah. but then they never did a 7cx that would have made more sense right yeah who knows yeah i mean but it that does make they're, sense they're so, yeah, a chip was, company they're like hey, yeah, we, we gotta, have to do something that makes no sense we gotta we gotta throw out some weird naming structure here too simple thank that, you mediatek by the way for yes good generally gosh. speaking i mean it's they did say companion 1200 forever and then launched a 1380 right but at least it's a thousand series series right it's, it's in the in 1, that number. number range Korea well, came up with 1380 don't know it is memorable it's memorable i guess yeah mm-hmm. you know Maybe a little easier to remember a 1380 than a 1200 series. <laughs> I don't know. I just wish they would have went 500, no, yeah. 800, 1000. Right. That would start. Let's start. Just start there. Let's start the game with Why there. did we launch the first thousand series? We launched with a. Well, we don't technically have. They renamed the 8183 at right. 500 five. series. Yeah. But, but what is it? Is it the 520? No. Does it have? No, it's, it's just the 500. 500, I think, is all they're calling hmm. it. Uh, and then we, the first one we got in the medium was an 828. Right. right. Um, we have, we're waiting on the 820. So Asus is sending us the CM3 with the 820 in it. Right. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Oh, yeah. That will be cool. Against the 828. Um, but, and then the other 1380. So there was never a 1200, right. even though that's what it was called. You would think it would have been 1280, not 1380. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did we jump to that? Whatever. Whatever. We'll ask they're Victor. Chi- they're chip makers. We'll ask they're Victor like, in our next uh, interview. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this one was on the 13th day and yeah, it's my son was born in the yeah, 8th. It's probably something like that. I, well, there was a box in the floor and I looked down and there was a number on the side. And That's more I, than a thousand. I hope it's, I there hope you it's, go. I hope it's that random. It's probably I do too. not. It'd be it, it probably is some, some my wife's specific. Birthday. Yeah, thing. One, three, uh, Okay, well, there you go. There's everything that Robbie has been obsessing over about the Snapdragon platform. And all of, I mean, this is some cool stuff and this is stuff that like you said is is uh well in one of your one of your articles the the arm the arm race is just continuing to heat up oh, yeah. i mean we're just you know we, we're sitting here talking about the media tech stuff and like we love the 1380 but some some other you know snap snapdragon coming along to kind of well, compete with that is always good for the consumer and for right now we only have there's one other because the baseboard for that's uh cherry mm-hmm. is the baseboard for the 1380 or technically the 1200 but the high-end media tech MT uh, eighty one ninety five is what we we look for in the repositories, and so the one we have the the spin is uh, tomato, and there was one I can't even remember it. It's been so long since I've referenced it. There's one other eighty one ninety five chip, and I can't remember dragon fruit. Maybe it know. is a board. I don't know if that's eighty one ninety five or not. I think it's that's I think that's the one anyway. Yeah. But Tomato. there's just not been that much around it. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> we're not tracking anything. Sure. And I know for me, like one thing I would love to see is a detachable with that chip. I know. It. I know. Um, but you know, I actually had we had somebody in Patreon ask us about that. Yeah. Um, and I responded well, back like we're just not tracking anything in that vein. So I mean, people want that. They want those more powerful chips. Even the eight twenty eight. Like. Yeah, the eight twenty eight would be awesome, just like the Gen two, the Snapdragon Gen two, and that's why I'm like, 
MediaTek needs to be pushing these manufacturers to get the A28, or even if they go down to like the 1200 original, uh, into some sort of detachable because yeah. I guarantee you, clearly people are excited about yeah. the Snapdragons Qualcomm, and detachables. Qualcomm has, I mean, they were so far behind everything. MediaTek has dominated this <laughs> arm space, but they are this last year. They have slid in the back door of the tablet yeah. space, and if MediaTek's not careful, they're going to lose a foothold in that area, and that's so where have, that's where ARM Chromebooks thrive. And the original the duet, you know, having having the MediaTek Media chip, yeah. we were like, oh, like surely when they do the new one, it'll maybe have one of these newer MediaTek chips, yep. and then it comes out. But, and it's but like, these manufacturers are not beholden to these. No, if you look, no, I mean, absolutely. this is the one we. Uh, what is it called again? I lost. I lost it already. Ev- Dragonproof. Oh, Evader. Tomato. Oh, Evoker. 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 Um, uh, that device is Acer, clearly, and it Acer's gone back and forth. So yeah. the last two ARM Chromebooks that have been great are both MediaTek. Yep. Right. They had the MediaTek Spin. What was that thing? Was that one way back when we first started? Yeah. Uh, tech on it. Was it a three or a five? Five. Tw- it might have been before they did any of that naming. I think it was just the R13. So it was. Oh, the R13. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Wow. Going way Man, back. That was. Way Remember that? It was, but it was an aluminum chassis. Yep. Uh, that whole thing, and it was one of the first media. It was the first MediaTek. Yep. Uh, arm power because it was all rock chip. Oh. Yeah. That, that well, rock chip and what, Tegra's arm, right? No. Yeah, it is arm. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, Nvidia's thing. I forgot the K1. Uh, <sighs> so, yeah, the yeah. Uh, so they got a MediaTek in that one, but then they went, you know, with. Uh, Snapdragon for the Spin 513 when it came out and kind of did introduce Snapdragon was the first that was the first Snapdragon Chromebook and then they went back to MediaTek for these last two right right but clearly they're going back to ARM for right. another one so it's like I, I feel like they go back and forth and they're going to keep trying different stuff sure, until sure because this 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 is a race you know this is not a um, you know oh Snapdragon showed up and they win like MediaTek's way too big for that. So yeah. right now it's a, a two horse race. Right. Um, and I don't know of any other company. And Acer and MediaTek. Yeah, Google comes very, along with Tensor. Yeah. Google and, and Samsung could get involved in this. They could. Sure. Like Acer and MediaTek have a very close working relationship. They do conferences together and announcements and stuff. But like you said, they're not beholden to that. Yeah. And if Snapdragon can offer value and all of that, then great. That's more variety for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And competition yeah. grows the market. Right. right. And right. I'm not even sure how some of this stuff works. It'd be interesting to know. But you know, Qualcomm obviously wants to get their chips out into devices so that their brain grows and all that kind of stuff. So are they going to companies like Acer and be like, hey, we have this idea for this Chromebook that we'd like to see built. Oh, we'd like you to build it for us. Or is it the other way or, around? Yeah. Right. Or is it Acer saying, hey, we want to build this and this is the best chip for it? Like, Or is it hmm. the two-way? Like they're just always talking and yeah. always trading and they're like, hey, we think this lines up. We'll do this. But yeah. Interesting. I don't know. That'd be an interesting question to ask some some manufacturers and see. Yeah, if they'll if tell they, us. Yeah, if they would actually tell <laughs> yeah, us how that works. If they'll tell us. Because yeah. it's, it's super interesting to think about. Because, like, I mean, why else would Acer jump back and forth? Right. Like, you right, want right. to make an ARM Chromebook with a company that you're really close with in okay. MediaTek. Yeah. Why not just keep not making just MediaTek? Keep doing that. Like, make right. different ones. Yeah, and like Gabe said, I mean, they do... They collaborate. Like, there's been several announcements yeah. that were kind of like collaboration announcements, you know, yeah. that they've so done. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break for an ad. Before we do that, though, I do want to mention um, our giveaway that we're running right now. Uh, so, we are doing a partnership with Logitech. We're calling it our We've Got Your Backpack summer edu giveaway and uh yeah logitech has been uh kind enough to give us 30 
Chrome packs to give away. And kind enough not to ship them all to us to make us Right, ship them out. they're going to ship them for yeah, us, which is like, they, yeah. Our whole floor would be full. We no, say, not that we would care to ship them, but yeah. that's a lot of yeah, backpacks. They were, she was like, I, I asked if they could direct ship. She was like, oh, yeah, we'll take care of it. I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, but these, these, these backpacks are awesome Herschel backpacks full of all kinds of goodies for for attaching to your student's Chromebook and uh, you've got basically everything you need in there the the microphone we still need to test a little bit and play around with it yeah. it's a blue snowball ice microphone yeah um keyboard mouse uh webcam pen if the classroom if the winner's classroom has uh usi chromebooks and yeah this is by far our biggest giveaway we've ever done so huge shout out to logitech for making it possible um chromebox.com backslash forward, forward slash backpack i was thinking went, backpack forward backpass dos backpack wow. <laughs> back backslash backpack <laughs> dir slash w we're not responsible for wherever uh, yeah, that goes wherever, sorry yeah, you might you, you might get sucked into some sort of database or just something installed windows yeah. great <laughs> you just bored your chromebook like, the dino's just gonna come up and be like what for real bro forward slash backpack <laughs> go check it out get entered to win uh it's north america only and all currently employed k through 12 it staff faculty teachers uh you know anybody that's working in a school yeah, or a school you, district if you, K-12. Have a, if you have a district email and you are currently employed yep, yep. Oh, go go go, yeah. go, uh, go enter to win we're going to pick one winner at the end of july so go check that out uh, as part of that, we have some interviews that are going out. Uh, we're doing a three-part podcast series with Logitech in partnership with Logitech. And the first one, uh, uh, the first interview that we did with Kevin Yeo from Google uh, went out last week. So you can go check that one out if you're an educator. We had a great conversation about uh, works with Chromebook and kind of you know how they're how they're creating works with Chromebook program right. and how they're testing and the certification, just the whole thing. And it was a, it was a, it was a fun conversation. So go check that out. Okay. Now, time for a break, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee so if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have to mention that we played golf yesterday, and Andy Cam was about this close to getting a hole-in-one. It was hot, so even if you had a busted the the pin i think he would have ricocheted out i think it like, wouldn't have stuck yeah, it, it, had would, some, it would have had it, it been, had some juice on it, it would have been way. a one in a million shot to have hit that pin and drop but it was it, it tried its best it, it was it we, waved we, we thought we thought for a second it was saucy i mean i stepped up there i centered myself <laughs> and drew I, also he also lobbed a shot over a <laughs> It there had no, to, there was no no there was no lob. <laughs> yeah. That thing took a direct line on a. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. What, no, when we were when we were by that trap behind the tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Popped it right over the top. He, that was a great he shot. He a lob shot. shot over a 85, 90 foot tree, to which is fair, not easy to do. You you almost hold that. Hold, you almost hit a hole in one. Yeah. That shot that Gabe's talking about was your best shot of the day. It was, oh, really? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the way it looked, the yeah. strike, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a great, great contact. Yep. Went right where you were aiming. It was. Great. You had some good ones today too. On the he almost had a hole in one on a like legit straight course. Today. Nice. Yeah. yeah, the sim today is the course we played. The screens were 
so nasty. Mean. Yeah. Just mean. Just dirty. You're like, have we played this? I'm like, nah, we haven't played it in a while. I think it was okay. It was like every green looked like a swirling you know, weather so pattern. Many, so many, like, par where I should have chipped up, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll par that. And then the next thing you know, it's seven yeah. feet from the course. Yeah. That's, yep. a, that's a LIDAR course. Yeah, so let's never so. play that ever. <laughs> St- stay tuned. We have some uh, We have some golf content planned. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned for and, that. And we've already, we're already seeing the merger of golf and smoke and cider, because... There will be hat dags. Drew, Drew, Drew dogs. Drew dag. You're going to go get a Drew dag at the turn, eh? <laughs> yes. I mean, as long as it's pronounced dag. Dag. I mean, yeah. It's dag. a Drew I dag. Think, it's a I dag. think we take over the downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I, we knock the side wall out down there, and we put like like a like a concession stand window right yes. there. Gabe smoked. You just smoked back in the alley. We, dude, <laughs> hey. The, the gun range in the basement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That could be a giant smoke room. Yeah. It's cold enough to I like hang it. meat. I mean. I, lo- yeah. I like it. Down in the, down in the murder room. <laughs> down in the murder room. <laughs> yeah. There is a there is actually a firing range in the basement. Yeah. Of so this is a building. municipal building That's years and years ago. Range. It's just a lump of dirt. It's a yeah, big lump of so, dirt where they shot their guns. Yeah. So where we live in this area downtown, a lot of the homes and buildings have just straight up dirt wall basement cell or whatever and the police department back in the day would go down there and shoot because where are the bullets gonna go all right wonder how many bullets there are oh man that'd be kind of fun that'd be fun to go just go check after this not fun but (laughs) funds funds maybe not the right word interesting Interesting. for someone else to dig it up so bad down there yeah somebody else could do that yeah tell me yeah yeah yeah. interested in that right Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Interested in knowing, not doing. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's dive into a couple other items uh, uh, for this week. We've got uh, let's go let's go flex first. So um, we uh, we got an email yesterday and excited to see that that flex is rolling out. I guess more officially, or what is it? Just out to more devices. Yeah, so it's uh, it's not in developer anymore. Right. So the the image that you used to use was a developer channel. It's not that. It's a stable channel. So it'll it'll be in lockstep now with uh, the stable versions Updates, of Chrome OS. Yeah. Lockstep. Uh, bam. Bam. There's your word. Lockstep. I love that word. Lockstep. lockstep. Um, and then it's available now. Four hundred. Yeah. There are four hundred. Which is awesome like because yeah, yeah, I would I would have guessed because this rolled out very recently. Chrome OS Flex yeah. is very new. I would have thought end of year before they said, so, hey, it's yeah. it's ready for our seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of what we had said. Nope. We had said probably end of but the year. But Neverware has been they've developed this for years. It's not yeah. like yeah. they were starting from the ground up. But it got me thinking the other day. I was driving home it might have been yesterday on the way home from the golf course what's the business model here now that they've bought neverwhere and chrome OS flex is free to everyone is it just licenses are they something probably because yeah, i mean I, obviously if a com- yeah if a company refurbishes a thousand devices that's fifty thousand dollars in licensing right, right there so yeah. never I mind think- i just figured out the <laughs> business model <laughs> sometimes you <laughs> just gotta it. talk it out <laughs> yeah, they don't, solved that yeah, problem i don't think they care yeah. too much about individual licensing mm-hmm. for the os no because chromium os is free right, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. so yeah it's uh it, and that's really the big change is that it's widely available uh there's 400 if you go to that device list now and start expanding those manufacturers the official list from google it's a lot of green checks yeah, yeah. a right. lot whereas of green checks. yeah whereas, whereas before it yeah. was only a handful yeah there was there was lots of red i need on to there. check that there's another page that shows the ones that are officially linux compatible because i've tried oh it. it's, interesting it, it's one of those things where they say hey if you install it just try it and see if it works but yeah 
if it's a later model Intel or X eighty six device, it's probably because we had somebody. I think they commented on Facebook earlier today and asked. They do not support Android, so you can't even turn Android apps on right, no. Linux. It's just a it's a crapshoot. Try it, see if it works. I'm curious as to how long it'll be before they try the like. If they got the Linux container running, they can put well, VM like, on there. With Android being so deeply integrated to the uh, management console, admin console, with uh, you know, you have uh, companies that use the uh, m- the mobile device management mm-hmm. yeah. and Android apps and all that. It's got to be just a matter of time. I would think so. I would think so. But yeah. I mean, I, I think that'll be a huge step in the direction they want to go as far as <clears throat> being able to market this towards more than just an enterprise that needs a handful of things from Chrome OS. Right. Like this is this I there's still part of me that feels like, yes, they're gonna continue making Chromebooks and Chrome bases and stuff like that, but as they continue doing this, this just becomes this OS that's just able to be so migrated <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. And like that that feels like more of Google style, to be completely honest. Sure, I mean sure. You know, like Chrome OS is no longer relegated to just Chromebooks. Like, we'll make Chromebooks that obviously run Chrome OS better or always, they're always going to be updated properly and everything like that. But, you know, you want to slap Chrome OS on something, it's the exact same Chrome OS you get on the Chromebook. You know, it's it's the same thing. And look, and we talked about this last week, but with what AOpen has done, they have a new box mini PC that if you want Windows, if you want Chrome OS Flex, or if you want Ubuntu, or if you want to just buy it uh, vanilla and install whatever Linux version you want. But to be able to offer an official build of Chrome OS Flex out of the gate from a modular style PC and it support Android apps and Linux, that would be huge. I did. I mean, it would. Yeah. I did notice uh, JoJo this morning was asking about the logo, you know, having the little C. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I, since they put Chrome OS Flex out, that's kind of when they started doing Chrome OS. The boot screen for Chrome OS now is a little C. Yeah. But when they refer to it in print, it's always it's capital always C. Capital C. It's a proper thing. So I, we, we decided internally that we would go with the big C. Yeah. Uh, I think in the OS, written but it, stuff, it just like, looks better. It looks yeah. weird in a title. Because if, think about it, if you do a title, like Chrome OS introduces you know um giraffe avatars you know like to put chrome os at the beginning of a title at the top of a page in lowercase looks super weird right um and so and it doesn't look weird for it to have a a capital c at the beginning either and Uh, that may just be in it because like mac os is technically a small m but if you write a sentence that way it looks weird also yeah Yeah. so i i think it's almost more like a branding thing that's what the logo looks like but yeah we refer to it still capital yeah so so i was kind of sitting here thinking we're kind of rolling through this and talking about flex but for somebody who's listening who doesn't even know what this is uh, let's let's explain a little bit about what flex is and who who might be able to install flex on a device or why they would do that (laughs) so yeah so if you're familiar with neverware and uh Wow, what is their product? What was it called? Cloud Ready. Cloud Ready. So Cloud Ready, they were just a third-party company. They produced a, it was Chromium OS, which is the open, it's like Chrome and Chromium. There's Chrome, which is Google's product. It's built off of Chromium, which is the open source browser that Microsoft Edge and a bunch of other browsers are built Mm -hmm. off of. Chromium OS is the open source version of Chrome OS, and there are people that have built different. There's uh, Flint OS. uh, One starts with an A in there, or was. uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Cloud Ready and Neverwhere. Yeah, that was the main. So, Cloud Ready and Neverwhere, their goal was to produce a product as close to Chrome OS as they could get to sell to schools and enterprises who had uh, aged out hardware, Windows and Mac specifically, so they could convert them to 
essentially Chromebooks. Yeah. They worked very closely with Google, and Google allowed schools to use Neverware and Cloud Ready and in conjunction with the admin console. So it wasn't like you just had this Chrome OS esque device that like, you couldn't really do. It could be full blown. It could be full blown managed. It could be rolled into your fleet just like that. Well, what two years ago? I guess they bought. They bought. Which yeah. The writing was. We kind of saw. It's like a matter of time before either Google squashes them or they buy yeah. them, and yeah. they bought them. So. Uh, they own cloud ready now, Neverware now, and it has just been transitioned to Chrome OS Flex. Right. It is an official build of Chrome OS that does not have the Android app store, the Play Store. It does support Linux if the device will support it, but they have a growing, ever growing list yeah, of quickly growing devices, Windows and Mac devices yeah. that officially support installing it, and you just you you flash a flash drive just like you would if you were doing a chrome os image for your chromebook you flash the flash drive with it yeah. and then you install you can run it from the stick right, yeah. to test it out just like you did with neverware and then if you want to wipe your device you just install right. chrome os flex and this so, is going ooh, to we need to try we need to retry it now that they've <clears> got should, a better we, image yeah we should uh, uh this is when someone does this though it's going to completely rewrite that hard drive they, to run they choose to install it right so you can run it so you can test well, it if you're like hey i think this will work on these devices let's yeah, test it and, first obviously and you know if you're hearing this and going oh, that sounds like something i want to do like it's free like you can, google has the landing page where you go get the image yeah, and all right. that kind of stuff they'll walk you right through it. it's very simple uh, we have a video up walking you through all of it um, yep. again it's very simple <laughs> uh you want to make we sure we tried to do it on a mac and uh, well, well mac. we did install it on the <laughs> yeah. mac right it never actually no. ran so we used the the usb um, test it drive at first right it was super slow off a usb 2.0 drive make sure you have a usb 3 if you have a usb 3.0 port as well obviously much better uh, when we ran it off a 3.0 port from a 3.0 image I, we ran it on the computer we used for the simulator yeah. it was crazy fast yeah. like yeah. it was perfect but your memory is very limited so are your storage uh i want to say eight gigs or something yeah, like, it's, like it's it's, it's just not, for testing yeah, yeah. it is yeah. not meant for long-term use so if you choose then to say yeah i want yeah. to install this yes it's going to wipe everything yeah. on there and that's not to say you couldn't recover your device like with the mac there is a way to recover it because all yeah, of that stuff you. is in the the tpm or whatever modules they have on there windows is the same way if you can get to the bios just know that if you install it it's going to take some work to get back to right. stock. Yeah, it's not just so going to be like, don't do it unless you're like, yes, I'm ready to turn this into a Chromebook. Well, and I, I think about, you know, um, like our CPA that's right down the road here. You know, they've got their old, you know, Windows devices that are probably right. running, you know, X, XP SE. or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like, this is an amazing solution for someone like yep. that. Especially if, 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 as they're, long as, if they're cloud-based. As long as everything's cloud-based, right? And right. as long as you don't have any proprietary software that is Windows only mm -hmm. that, you know, right. obviously uh, don't do it then. But there's so many instances where I think this will this will work for so many businesses. Right. And it's like, hey, offload all your local files that you right. need. Put them onto a drive for a minute. And wipe all your, wipe, install this. It'll take you 30 minutes. And you're install getting... Install it all. And then sign and it will everybody. Be and so much faster. I and it'll be all cloud-based. If you yeah, had so a better. newer device with a massive hard drive, can you partition your hard drive and, uh -huh. do, and do a do dual, a dual boot, boot situation? There is not a step, a walkthrough way to do that. Uh, we ask them directly. Um, and that's not... I could get why they don't want to because there's security issues out of the gate sure. for that. Right. Because the, Chrome yeah. OS is like, it's They hardened. did say, like, if yeah. you know what you're doing and you can figure that part out, sure. I mean, figure out how to partition and then tell it 
We know what Gabe's doing I'm tomorrow. Gonna need, I'm going to need to borrow your MSI over there. <laughs> so yeah, there are ways for sure to do it, uh, but that is not, I don't think that's on their roadmap yeah. right now. No. Just like I asked too, like is there a chance that we'll see, you know, expanded, uh, being able to expand, like we the, the USB we're using to try it on is 128 gig, little like, bitty, give us a little itty bit bitty extra, nub. Extra like make a pocket PC. Yeah. Because then I could be like, yeah, I, w- I want to write the entire thing uh, with Chrome OS. I don't want to only write eight gigs. I want the whole thing. Uh, that way I could just take this thing with me because it does store in the firmware of the of the install you have. Like when I plug it into something else and use it and boot up into it, all my login stuff's there. Like or it's a Chromebook in your pocket. A, it's or, a Chromebook this big. I just yeah. find a USB port to go or in. Or you, you can format a USB disk like that to be read as like two separate disks allow me to install the os and have the remaining recognized as an external drive oh that would be be cool but i mean they're so cheap at this point like we spent 17 bucks on that thing or something so i'm like i i don't know and i get that that's not their their goal but i'm like that's the easiest way when it works that well i don't even want to bother with partitioning my hard drive got a three 3.0 3.0 like pop it's gonna be here. quick i'm gonna use it as chromebook until i'm done exit log out pop that out reboot your computer boom you're back in windows like yep. that's dual booting without having to partition it's right. so simple and and you surely. can't tell me I mean, chrome gosh, os flex can't that. wouldn't be able to easy during the install process okay we see you have 128 gigs do you want to how much do you want to use for this no big deal it does it with yeah. linux already like it's, it'd be the same thing. Sure. So, uh, or know, do the ballooning thing like we saw with Borealis. Yeah, just sure. let it install with base amounted drive, and as you download stuff, it just expands the storage to whatever you have available. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think, and I get like originally like the testing was their whole point, but I'm like, if it runs really well off of a USB stick, just like I, my thought was, yes, I would keep that in my bag installed. Absolutely. And have, my, my Chromebook ran out of battery, but you have a Windows laptop, and I need to get into my stuff and do some things real quick. Can I borrow this yeah. real fast? Boot up. Is, boom, is there any way in. that they could... Yeah, there's no way they could say this is only compatible. If you wanted to do that, it's only compatible with 3.0 or whatever. It's only compatible with this. They just or they would just say, hey, if you're going to do this, you need to do this, you know, yeah. or else it's maybe going to run slow. Yeah. That's that's maybe the only issue is that they just they just don't want people to have a bad experience, and so they're like, but well... I mean, they're, they're running it as a test bed for whether you should install it or not. So right. if I put it on a 2.0 and run it right. on a 2.0 port and, it's, and have a bad experience, I'm not going to install Chrome OS right. Flex based on that. So yep. it's like... Just recommend the yeah. higher speed stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be really awesome if it, they would do that. Yeah, and, and that would be amazing. I feel that that one's a low hanging fruit. They didn't say that they wouldn't do that. They said, well, just for right now, like it's just a testing thing. So right. it would be really cool to see that feature show up. Or even if I'm like, I need to test this for like two weeks and I can't survive on eight gigs of storage. Right. Like I can't download anything. Like, what if I need to test run this for my boss for? one solid week where we do a full week's work off to of this prove before that we can switch our agency work. to this yeah. yeah you can't work eight off of eight gigs of because it's not eight gigs like you end up with four because like chrome OS takes up 4.4 or 4.8 uh, yeah like it's a very small amount of storage you can't do much um and so i'm like well that's an interesting point too yeah, yeah. like if because most please if you're going to replace a hundred pc you need to this, really test it you need to give it a real test and you can't mm. do that with three or four gigs of storage it's yeah just not realistic um so hopefully that means because again they didn't shut that down like when yeah. i talked about dual booting they were very much like mm, yeah we're not encouraging that <laughs> we're not doing don't that. tell people to do that uh, so 
so this is obviously like this is a a a clear use case for this would be businesses and and Mm -hmm. enterprise uh, solutions education solutions like that's a that's a clear uh reason to use this but i mean anybody out there who has an old computer laying around that you're like i literally don't even use this thing anymore it's just sitting over here and that's it's so slow it's the awesome part you don't you don't have to have a a workspace account you don't it's readily available if you've ever done recovery on a chromebook you don't even have to go to the website you can just open the chrome os recovery tool and And, install that image from it just yep. look and it says like it's like google cr48 chrome west flex just yeah. install that and go for it it's a it's yeah. a little flex stick yeah <laughs> a little flex <laughs> little flexy stick. stick so uh you mentioned borealis uh <laughs> so let's let's kind of transition here and talk about some updates for uh steam on chrome os yeah uh basically the i don't know what we can talk about <laughs> so <I'm only> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is under embargo uh, none of it's none of it's no, no. we can't share the key that allows you to do it mm-hmm. and, but we're going to make a video of this uh hopefully soon uh but you know we can talk about it here uh, i'm still in the middle of testing it even yeah. like we just found this out a little bit before we started the chromecast so i'm in the process of installing it and installing some games to see how things work but um, we've only been able to test Borealis so far on 11th gen devices. Mm-hmm. We have a token for uh, Briar, our 12th gen devices. So the one I had in my hands at the time, like I'm working on finishing up the review time with the HP uh, Dragonfly, um, but it needs to be in developer mode. So I'm like, eh, I don't really want to go to developer mm-hmm. mode at, with a couple days left in the review period. Right. So Ooh, it has to be in developer mode? That's what it said. Uh should? Not developer mode. I'm sorry, developer channel. Oh, okay. Uh, I, so like, I didn't want to go to dev channel because yeah. some things could be broken and I might blame the Chromebook or whatever. I try to stay in stable. Um, and so I've, we just got our Acer 7 for, Spin 714, so not the pre-production one, like the actual unit. Um, and so it came in yesterday. Uh, we were out golfing, so I didn't really get to mess with it. I opened it up because I was trying to remember whether it was really blue or not. It's very, very lightly tinted blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was about all I did. And so... You know, I had it opened up, and I was like, well, I can throw this one in developer mode. And sure enough, token works. Uh, it installed Steam. Uh, so far, and granted, we haven't played Apex properly on any of no, these No, I've yet. never. It's no. never worked. Uh, like, I had it in my library when I reinstalled on the CX-9, but I don't think I ever actually tried playing it. I could never get it to load even before, so this is... Like, Probably because of the Vulcan up. stuff. Yeah, and the Vulcan shaders finally loaded. It worked. Uh, but I launched it without Vulcan shaders too, and it was just way too janky to play. Yeah. Um, most of that's probably on the Proton uh, compatibility layer, I would think. Uh, they're still this is very alpha, so certain games are probably just not going to work well. But I have high hopes for games like that because it works perfectly on the Steam Deck, and so it's the exact same stuff. We did okay. a whole video about this. Uh, it's it's the same stuff that you know uh, Proton's the same. It's the same uh, container of Linux. So once all the proper tubes are connected and everything's routed the right way, Proton should run games like Apex Legends just fine. But that's what I want. I want it. There's there's something a little jank with it. I mean, it's even causing like the mouse cursor is having a hard time moving. Oh. Like the Chrome OS mouse cursor is struggling. So oh, something's sounds, broken. Sounds. So I, it's in the process of installing uh, Counter Strike Go right now. So that's a, an actual Linux built game. So if that works really well, we can probably go. Yeah, it's probably Proton. If I can yeah. go in there and turn CS:GO. There's a bunch of stuff they've added, like you know, blurring and depth of field and all this. If I can crank all that stuff up and it runs really well, then it's doing quite nicely. Yeah, um, but we'll have to see. Uh, I just haven't had time yet to do it. Um, but uh, you know, just the fact that they've opened it up now to yeah. 12th gen devices, and right. that's an important step because I think 
the marketing around this, like what we've seen, where we've seen some of these gaming Chromebooks in development, they're all 12th gen devices. Yeah. So we need to start getting yeah. bug reports back on 12th gen stuff for a while. Be interested in seeing the uh, <clears throat> the benchmarks of the 12th gen Iris XE graphics compared to the whatever that GPU is that's in the Steam Deck. Because it's oh, not yeah. a monster GPU in, the, in that Steam Deck, and it runs everything hmm. really well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, my I, my guess is the they're probably on. I I might <laughs> almost think that the Iris Xe, the twelfth gen, might be better. It might be because I've seen people running uh, on in on Windows eleventh um, and twelfth gen devices running DaVinci Resolve, and it takes at least like a what is it rx 580 or something like yeah. it takes a pretty stout gpu to run davinci resolve so and iris it, is doing it yeah iris is doing it. it it's it's listed as a supported graphics oh dang processor. i remember the iris xe in the 11th gen remember watching like <clears throat> battlefield 4 footage yeah, they're running was it crazy. was 30 frames but they were running at really high settings at mm -hmm. 30 frames so i'm like it's got some juice under the hood and the new one the 12th gen version is way more powerful than yeah. the 11th was so yeah Again, once it's all routed properly, and that could be the thing too, like with, with 12th gen devices, there's a lot of different stuff going on. So now all the stuff that worked on the 11th gen devices that they've been working out, they're kind of starting over, not starting over, but starting fresh again with like, there's going to be a lot of bugs and problems with this. So it's going to be interesting to see how CSGO runs yeah. when we get done with this. And yeah. if, yeah. if, it, if I can crank the settings up and we know, hey, the, the container's good, maybe Proton now we got to get proton lined out for 12th yeah. gen intel devices okay cool um the day of defeat ran like butter i just i haven't played in so long it felt horrible but destroyed. it ran really really <laughs> yeah. well so yeah and obviously we we still have to do a lot of testing on this like yeah. Uh, yeah. as this is, as robbie said he was setting this up right before we started rolling uh but for somebody who's listening who uh uh is wondering like what what are a couple of these uh 12th gen devices uh what what are the names of some of these devices that would that would uh, run this well, you will think. If right, now, so right now, you've the, got this. You have the Acer. Yeah, so the Acer Spin 7, 714 mm -hmm. is available. Uh, the ThinkPad, the only ThinkPad right now that's available is the i3. So, so it's no But the Asus, did, it's on, is that the i5? No, it's an i3 it's also. It's an i3 as well. Actually, the ThinkPad might be an i5. The Asus is yeah, an i3. Yeah, the ThinkPad so, is an i5. Yeah, the uh, Asus is not going to do it. So mm -hmm. the Dragonfly... The Lenovo C14 and the Acer 714, Acer spin, right. which is available at right. Best Buy okay. at a very good price. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you should buy it. There's three, <laughs> and there's a bunch coming. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, gosh, yeah. There's yeah. so many. Sure. And we haven't even seen gaming Chromebooks yet because they're coming too. Yeah. So gaming Chromebooks, um, MSI Chromebox. I would say Chromeboxes. I found another commit of another MSI Chromebox, but it looks like they might have abandoned the original one. Ah, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> they might have just swapped yeah, it over to this other board. Moved something around. Kind of had two boards working, and this one's going to work out, and we're, we're nixing this one. It looks like the first one, Vosheer, is going to go bye-bye. Because what I want, I want is a gaming Chromebox that is plugged into the back of my TV, mounted on the back of my TV, or sitting right oh, down there in front gosh, of my TV. Yeah. I, that's my gaming. That's my yeah. gaming device, yep. and I can also mouse, keyboard, yeah, and a controller. I, have, I can still have my you know a Chrome OS experience whenever I want to right, on that but device. But you have but, Steam. You have all of your cloud gaming experiences. Right. It's all right there. And and they're they're pushing to get Android games going well on Chromebooks. They really are. Like you can tell at I/O, they're pushing for it. Um, I I think it's a matter of time before we start getting some really good larger screen um, Android 
game experience. Yeah, because they even highlighted some like Summoner's War, which I used to play a lot. It's just it's it's PvP, but dun- like a dungeon PvP. But they highlighted it like it's one of the yeah. ones that they're like they, they have developed this game to run well yeah. on. Yeah, on bigger screens, and it, you know, it, as you know, the Pixel tablet will help push that along. Yes, like I'm not I'm not knocking like the Samsung tablets that they're making right now are excellent, but I don't know. There's just something about Google. I think them having their own tablet out, even if it's not great, like it just clearly says, like we're invested in this, and it tells developers, like, no, mm, okay, we need to maybe I'll think about it. We need to make know. our game a little better. No, we on need, these we need to get our hands and, on and a, foldables too. We need to get our hands on a Pixel C and see if we can install Chrome OS Flex on it. Oh, that would be fun. Talk about the greatest tablet ever. I know, almost ever made. That would be, that would be almost crazy. the greatest tablet. How would you ever. even do it though? <laughs> like we do everything else. Yeah, figure, figure it out. It out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how you would even do that. I mean, you could write the image, but I just don't know how you would get the tablet to see it yeah. and, and boot from it. But yeah, yeah. try. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Gable will try. Gable will break anything. There's got to be a way because <laughs> it was originally going to be a Chromebook. It was. Yeah, you know, yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah. So, so Steam is obviously still, you know, not completely rolled out um it's not even in beta and so like if you're listening to this and you're like oh okay like i'm gonna go buy a 12th gen i'm gonna buy one of these devices they said i'm gonna go start playing games right now no you can on the 11th gen you you can yeah well (laughs) but we're not allowed to share the token sorry yeah yeah but it's coming and someone someone might be like oh i'm gonna go ahead and get this device and they're great devices these these ones that we mentioned the 714 and the right if you're in the market for a chromebook anyway right and you're thinking hey i'm gonna spend a little bit more and get a nicer device overall also i'd like to be able to play some games in in the future these these kind of all fit that right sort of thing and so it's like hey yeah the 714 is what's 729 729 dang that's a great price yeah because they they originally said 749 which is still a great price but best buy has msrp 729 whoa for that thing picking it up i'm like it's nice it it just feels so it's it's the nicest feeling acer chromebook that they've made like and looking it just looks great it's got a great screen on it and build quality is so high end and i mean the one that's 729 is uh, eight gigs of RAM and two fifty six NVMe Dang. Core i five twelfth uh, gen with that so Iris Iris graphics. graphics. Dude, put that thing on sale for six ninety nine. What that would be? Oh, it's gonna. So it'll, be six, be it'll be it'll be six fifty. Six fifty. Black oh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. dude. If, that'll if not, be a highly recommended Chromebook yeah, from us. It's great. Um, it's really great. And I need to go test the speakers again because I remember uh, I looked back at my review when it came out when Gabe found it at Best Buy. I was like, yeah. I don't even remember what I thought about this. Yeah, because yeah. we only had it for like five days or something super quick we had to send it back um, yeah and so i remember in the review i said these speakers sound great but i'm i'm withholding judgment because they tuned them before so i haven't even listened to the speakers yet um i, I just it's interesting for a device that's msrp'd over 400 dollars less than the dragonfly right that just feels like it almost goes toe to toe um <laughs> There's going to be a couple things I think it'll be deficient compared to fingerprint scanner. Yeah, but, co- but no fingerprint scanner, and the there won't be a comparable webcam on it. But apples to apples, though, what's the i five eight one twenty six or oh, two yeah, fifty fourteen fifty? So it's yeah. actually wow. that's right. I figured out it's wow. almost, so it's it's almost six hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, yeah. almost half is the gap between price is wow. massive. The gap between experience and options is very, very narrow. Keyboard and, amazing, you know? And I, yeah, eh, I wouldn't say amazing, but good. good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's Acer's keyboards keyboard. are never bad. Yeah, but. it's better than the 513. It's better than the 713. Yeah. Um, I still think HP's keyboard is, would I would classify it as amazing. It's a fantastic keyboard. Yeah. Um, 
and it, there's nothing not fantastic, honestly, about the Dragonfly except for the price. Yeah, but that's well, just the way it is. When it, everything's fantastic, it just costs uh, more. And, I mean, and we talked about it last week. You know, when you're when you're paying that that price, you're going nitpicking. to nitpick. It's the same thing with MacBooks. Yep. You know, it's like and that's that's part of like I've already been thinking through the review and all that kind of stuff. There's a couple little things I would nitpick about the device, just, but you have to when it's that yeah, expensive. Sure. But like the like the I'm Acer, taking it apart. yeah, the Acer at seven twenty nine. I'm not mad that it doesn't have a fingerprint sensor. Does it have I a stylus? It's USI, but no. Oh, stylus. it's USI, but nothing, I mean, again, nothing stowed. Those no things don't matter to me. Uh, and Have they done a stowed stylus since the seven thirteen that had the one? Wait a second, no, the seven fourteen does have that front stowed stylus. Okay, yeah, I was right. like, I, I was thinking it, it did. Yeah, it's in the front, so you've got a I rechargeable stowed. Sty- <laughs> yeah, second time, <laughs> forgot about it again. Yeah, rechargeable garaged USI stylus. Yeah, so I will say, I'm not going to give away anything in my review, but that's one of the things I don't like about the HP. I, that's a neat trick that it charges out there in use, but but it's no, just so no much boy, more convenient no. to have it stowed it in the falls device. Off yeah, I just don't see any really? nice case because that's the thing. Throwing it in your bag, that's not a good place for it. If it's a tablet, like the X2 does that, doesn't it? Yeah, and I didn't like it on. But the who wants the pen on the side of the tablet when you're holding the tablet? I just exactly, and that's what happens with the there's HD. not a good. When use I go to case get it out of the bag, yeah. I knock the stylus off. A Unless lot. you're an artist who yeah. you're using the pen. If you're on the computer, you're using the pen. Yeah, you're charging it when you're away from the computer. Yeah, yeah. But I would then imagine that means you're not like, turning your computer off. Or and if that's you're on the go, it's a good. Yeah. It's a good yeah. spot for it to to sit. Right. Once great. you're set up, like I'm thinking of like Apple Pencil, you know, they kinda have theirs up there. Yeah. It's like once you're kinda set up and using it, cool, you put it there. But like right. I'll tell you what's outside dope. of that, it's like you're gonna have to take it off and put More it in, people, in a they, pouch or yeah, something. They you need know? to start doing doing that one better. awkward HP that did it in the keyboard mm-hmm. deck. More people need to do well, that. That's dope. Have one yeah. sewed, it's always there when you need it, and yep. then have your other nicer if pen you, that yeah, is the one you keep in your bag. Yes. Like you go buy the better pen or whatever. If you're gonna use it that often. Right. And it so that I think it wins there technically. Sure. I think it's better, but I know the webcam on the HP is fantastic. It's so good. It, it looks. It's it, so good. It looks amazing. Um, yeah. uh, and they, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into making that better, a better experience. Acer has been working on. Uh, they call it temporal noise reduction. So they're trying to use some AI. And is stuff it 1080 take, on the Acer? I need to check on this one. I it wrote might, it the if other it's, day. If it's 1080, that'll I help. It, I a think lot. it is because the 513 was grainy as I'll get out because it's a 720p cam. Especially looking at it on the Quad HD screen, it looked really grainy. Yeah. Uh, but it did a much better job than most Chromebooks of dealing with the the dynamics of the shot. So right, right. And you know, bringing the highs down and the lows up to kind of balance your shot. I mean, you don't need a, a perfect photograph from a webcam. You need something where people can clearly see you and see your expressions. That's the main yeah. thing. And with what the standard has been for the last 15 years, if you get an enterprise device that has just a 1080p camera on it, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Cause I mean, we've nice seen upgrade. like these $2,000 devices, 720 webcam. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? At least give us 1080p. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll be testing that part. So if it does decently well, it's like that's not a huge downgrade from the HP. Yeah. And then, you know, the fingerprint scanner. I, the screen on the HP is excellent as well. Like it's, I can tell like the Acer, for instance, is uh, the refresh rate on it's not quite. You get a little bit of ghosting here and there. Right. But it's a really nice looking screen. It's very bright. It's vivid. Um, so most people aren't going to be bothered by and it at all either. $600 Cheaper. Yeah, like uh, when we start talking about the amount of money you're saving, like none of this is, honestly matters what, that much. What's its aspect ratio? Sixteen by, by 10. ten. So 16, but it's 10. a fourteen inch sixteen by right. ten. So it, which that's the same thing really they did spacious. on that 
513? What was the what was the other device that came out that had the 16 by 10? That's the Lenovo Flex, the ah, newest Flex 5 okay. that yeah. did the same thing, 14 okay. inch. The right. C14, it's 16 by 10 too, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. Must, a, it's not a convertible. Must have been a run on yeah, sixty <laughs> by ten like, inch screens. But because like, you know like, hey, things, we things went three by two for a little bit, and it, it just didn't really take off. But it feels like that's kind of I the still, direction. I still like three by two better. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like sixteen by ten better than sixteen by oh, ten. by like far. So. Seven thirteen. That a lot of those devices in that kind of era were the three by three two, two yeah. five thirteen, three by yeah. two. The Dragonflies three by two. I mean, there's still a lot of yeah. three by two devices and using them i i really do like them yeah. but for me the three by two is like oh well when i want to flip into tablet mode it feels more tablety which i literally never <laughs> yeah um, robbie yeah doesn't ever do that yeah no me i don't ever most do people that. don't um, <laughs> nope. I, I remember working at htc every once in a while i flip my taking notes we did it around i would do it i would do it every now and then taking notes with, the, what, with the slate i wrote an article about this it's probably been six nine months ago or whatever but part of the magic of the pixel book was the design of it was so squared off when you folded it back into tablet mode even though there's a keyboard on the back the way the seams lined up it felt like it was meant to also be yeah. a tablet like device there right. weren't these big gaps where the yeah. you know the the curvature of the chromebook doesn't line up and it closes together like you're using two heels of a loaf of bread it backwards snapped. it snapped that's what it feels like yeah. and yeah. it's like ooh, like yeah. i don't even want to hold this thing it feels yeah. so dumb um, and, but the pixel book, the original pixel book came around perfect. Yeah. Like it was a perfect solid line around the edges. And it's like, Oh, clearly they meant for this thing to turn around into yeah. a tablet like right. device. Yeah, it, it, I wish it, someone else would make something like it. Yeah. I really do. Somebody listening. Hey, manufacturer, somebody, <coughs> Andrew, Google, like one. Andrew, get it to work, clean up the original pixel, pixel book, you know, yeah. give it a, Ooh, here you go. The whole bottom part under the end of the keyboard just put a haptic trackpad in, in the center mm -hmm. and put very thin lines on both sides of where it ends, but that's it. Like, all the rest of it's yeah, one no, solid No silicone, texture. No silicone or anything. It's going to have to have little nubs or something because yeah. when you flip it over into... Tablet. Uh, not just tablet mode, into, like, display mode. Oh, yeah, mode. yeah, 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 yeah. Is down. It's down. It's got to have nubs to hold, you know, but you put them in the corners. Yeah. And work and flip over and sit on its on the keyboard you taking notes get rid of those silicon <laughs> palm rests yep put a haptic trackpad right there in the center i don't keep see that same you writing keyboard. <laughs> keep the thinness keep all the aluminum get rid of the the edges <laughs> boom andrew Done. andrew's gonna andrew's gonna come in tomorrow and he's gonna be like all right um i'm gonna need off work next week i'm going design. to going to shinshin i'm going yeah. to shinshin yeah, I put a visor on the back of it like this that would be yeah. yeah, I'll send you a mock-up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, there, there we go. go. Done deal. All right, folks, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you all tuning in and watching and listening. If you are watching, make sure to go down there and click subscribe. Click the uh, thumbs up. If you really like this, click the notification bell icon. All of those. Just click all three of those things down there. Yeah. Uh, if you're not watching, go check out the YouTube channel. You never know. It's a totally different experience when you watch. Yeah, it is. It, it's the you may never watch you hear, again. You hear our voices yeah. the same, but you see us. Yeah, I look it's a whole different. Like I sound exactly. <laughs> I have a face for radio. <laughs> well, let's go. Yeah, yeah, and, and and believe it or not, Andy can is has red hair. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. That's crazy. That's true. And based on his voice, you would think you know, uh, you would you would think maybe he's got he's got blonde hair. But hey, go watch the video. <laughs> he sounds like a blonde. <laughs> I just I sound know. like blonde. 
I don't know. I'm gonna need, okay. I'm gonna need you to Photoshop some like wavy blonde hair, <laughs> oh, blonde locks, like Prince, Wait, Prince Charming from Shrek or something. Take, take your hat off yeah, and get it still shot. You so gotta you do have something to work with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just beautiful. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> see, you have to go watch the video to see that. Now it's he's gonna like, be amazing. Yeah. I gotta animate something. I know. Uh, it's gonna look great. I can't wait. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, watching, listening. We'll catch you all next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.